is Emily. Welcome to JC's Creek, where I talk about Pacey and Joey as a couple and as individuals. Today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 11, where it is called The Scare. If you have not followed my Instagram, that's Twitter and Potter. If you have not followed my TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey. And, good news, this is also on YouTube. And the, this, the reason why I'm starting off like this because I want you guys to know that YouTube does have the scenes on there. And I'm really, really excited to mention that because a lot of times YouTubers who are talking about TV shows, I never see them talk about it with the, with the scenes on it. And sometimes I get confused. And then I get confused by editing because I'm like, eh, was this right? Was this not right? So... If you give, ever get confused or you speak a different language, that's why that's on there. Today we are going to be talking about my favorite episode. One of my favorite episodes. But I will mention, before I even start this whole thing, I want to say that they did not mention anything that we talked about last episode with Double Day. And I feel like it's a weird timeline. And I know it's a weird timeline. And I'm pretty sure that everyone knows that it's a weird timeline. But I was looking back on episode 12 of season 1. And I'm like, what in the world? This is so different from anything else. And then I kind of like wanted to see one part of what Dawson's critique thought of on episode 12. And then they were mentioning how it had a weird, dif a different timeline than episode 11. So I just want to throw that out there because I feel like that's going to be very, very important as we go along with our, with our whole show over here. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. We have six scenes of Joey, five scenes of Pacey, ten scenes of Pacey and Joey together. This came out May 5th, 1998, and this is called The Scare. The first thing that we see is Dawson and Joey and Dawson's bedroom, of course. They are watching a scary movie because it is Friday the 13th. The last time that I had a Friday the 13th was March 13th, 2020. And if we know anything about March, and we know about anything about 2020, and we know anything about Friday the 13th, we would know that that would be my last day of regular school as a sophomore. And now I'm about to be a, a senior in high school. So, yes, I'm a little bit young, but do not take that too seriously. We then see Joey looking scared to death while Dawson is gothing a little. And the woman on the TD screams as Joey turns her head to the other side because she's scared. Dawson starts to laugh and says, you are such a wuss. And Joey then hits him a little and says, you rot. That's it. It's over. <laughs> You mean it's over completely as a friendship? Joey then turns to to the remote and then tries to go to the remote to turn it off. But then Dawson goes after her before she can reach it. And says, oh no you don't. Then they are play fighting. Then they are play fighting over the remote and Joey ends up getting the remote. By the way, this whole episode, Dawson and Joey are very, very flirty. And this is one of the scenes where they're very 40. I mean, Pacey and Joey had a few moments where they were 40, but it was mostly Pacey being 40 than Joey being 40. 
But however, Pasty and Joey were looking out for each other. And Dawson and Joey were kind of looking out for each other. But it was kind of weird. In the remote and then turning it off and she says, this movie sucks. And Dawson goes, don't you dare, that movie rules. Joey then says, yeah right, I mean, I don't like watching these stupid horror, f horror movies. They're just good with cheese whiz. Dawson then says, forgive me, Ro Roger Eaker. I figured in honor of Friday the 13th, tomorrow a little horror movie third marathon was mandatory. And then, okay, so does Dawson never ask Joey what she wants to watch? Is it all about Dawson, 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 Dawson? We then see Joey laugh and she says, and then we hear Joey say, it's it's tired, Dawson, just like these movies. I mean, you had this snake over the dark side. You enjoy scaring people. In me, particular. We then see Dawson smile at her as he says, I love the adrenaline rush. Besides, the horror films provide excellent examples of ordinary people overcoming their first fears over the table. Alright. And Joey then says, save it for film class, Dawson. I mean, these movies are unnecessarily violent and explosive and completely pointless to society. I agree, Joey. Dawson then calls her a prude. Which, alright, Dawson. I don't like you calling her a prude. I don't like it when Pacey calls her a prude. We then see Joey turning on the news and says just because you like death and evil does not mean you can recreate it on film i mean i don't need to watch some stupid some stupid man in a mask slice up girls and as she sits down she has this mask in her hand and she kind of hands it to dawson the world is, is already a scary place as the news talks about the lady killer joey then says see see this is but what i mean case in point i mean why do we need to to have these horror movies to remind us how sickening the men really is hmm dawson then says talk big joey you were going to sell out but it's definitive your issues joey then gives him a look and says which is dawson then says you're a great a 100 percent perfect scaredy cat wuss Dawson then laughs as Joey hits him, and Joey then says, Joey then turns, changes it to a different movie and smiles as she says, better. Dawson then gives her a smile, and Joey is left on the bed alone, and then eventually Joey notices and says, okay, Dawson, where are you? And she's kind of looking around, and she says, where are you, Dawson? You're not scaring me. You're not. She's kind of fancy herself, but she's not scaring him. And we see Joey calling his name as she looks even more nervous and says, Dawson, you're so predictable, I swear. She was going to say more when she looks down on the bed and Joey is scared to half to death because guess he was underneath there trying to scare her, Dawson Leary. And she, he scares her half to death as he says, Now, Joey, I think you are the one who was predictable. And then Joey and Dawson literally wrestle on the floor as he starts to laugh. We have scene one of Pacey. We then see Pacey and Dawson walking down the hallway 
And Pacey says, Alright, you can tell me, Dawson, what's your evil plan? And Dawson then says, What are you talking about? And Pacey then says, It's Friday the 13th. It's your favorite favorite night of the year. Your parents are out of town. So what movie are you going to, huh? Gonna be as, huh? Michael Mar Mary's or Norm Bat's mom. I like how Dawson's parents just left him alone. Like, no care in the world. Lucky him. Dawson then says as they're walking towards the locker, Nothing's gonna happen. I mean, I'm no life imitating movie. Pacey then looks confused and says, Wait a minute, what did I just hear? Dawson then puts his backpack down as he says, I swear it, I'm done tr trying to turn my life into some exciting movie. You know what? I just end up getting disappointed. Pacey then gives him a look as Dawson continues, Like, I was going to see Jen, I thought, Okay, you know what? From now on, everything is going to be some epic romance. Tortured and passionate and romantic, having this big ending. Happy ending. It wasn't. The characters were flawed and uninspired. The lab was embarrassed at the least. And the ending was definitely not happy. It wasn't even tragic. It just ended. I like how we referred to him and Jen as characters. Pacey... In his whole speech, his face was hilarious. He was just kind of confused and just glistening. And then he says, what are you trying to say here, Dawson? And he laughs nervously as he says, as Pacey says, it's Friday the 13th, and we got a serial killer within striking distance in Cape Side. You were going to treat this like any other Friday night? And Dawson then says, yep. And then... Pacey then gives him a look as he says, Come on, no middle night scares or corpuses falling out of cupboards. Dawson then says, as he gives him a small smile, No. And Pacey again gives him a look as he laughs and he says, Bummer man. But I feel like Pacey was kind of excited about this. I don't know if that was just me. And then we see him open up the locker and the corpse is coming at him, which is basically like a scale, scale coming at his face. It was really funny to me because it reminds me of my brother's Halloween costume from when he was little. This whole like episode reminded me of my brother because my brother could literally say "boo" and it would scare me off to death. Like last night, he hit me on the shoulder and I got scared to death. Dawson then laughs as Pacey turns to him. And smiles as he says, Sucker! I do like how he says sucker in this. You and Joey. We then see Joey walking in slowly, very, very slowly, as Cliff and Jen are talking. We then see Joey grabbing something out of her bag when she gets to her seat, and this is where a snake, his fake snake, is in her bag. And Joey gasps, like, <gasps> She throws it across the room, and everyone's just kind of staring at her as Jen then picks it up and says, Yeah, let me guess. Dawson, huh? And Joey then says, Dead Dawson. <laughs> Jen then says, Dawson has humor. And Cliff, who actually plays this guy on Felicity, I've been wanting to talk about this so long. He, the guy who he plays is Nolan, and he's like one of my favorite characters. Almost. Ben is one of my favorite characters. I don't really know how I feel about Felicity. And then he's, 
he gets annoyed by Jen saying that Dawson has humor, which I can't blame him. Because uh, he does not have humor. And then the belt, he's like, I have humor. And Jen's like, I know you do. And the bell rings and then Cliff leaves. leaves and Joey just stares at Jen while shaking her head. And Jen throws the snake towards Joey. And Joey says, thanks. We then see scene one of Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey putting his ketchup on his fry as he says... As he's trying to, like, scare Jovi half to death by saying, My brother only knows this because he's a cop. He says the victims are young girls around your age, Joey. He starts to eat his fries and and says, As Jovi and we see Jen, like, after him saying this. This killer apparently stalks victims with letters and phone calls before he takes a knife to their throat and cuts their heart out. And Joey goes, no way. Pacey then says, I'm not joking. Cuts their heart out, okay? They don't talk about it on the news because it's morbid but true. Joey then looks like, you're kidding. But yet she looks scared at all once as Jen then says, it's sad. I mean, the guy is really just out there looking for love. And we hear Joey then say, yeah, I'm sure that will be his defense when they find him too. Pacey then says, if. They find him, Joey. We then see Pacey then stare at Dawson, who is getting his lunch, and Joey doesn't even notice as Pacey continues. You know, Dougie says this guy attacks a mile in sense, so that makes Cape side the next target. I like how he brings in Doug to this whole thing. We then see Joey look a little bit scared as Dawson then sneaks up behind her her and Pacey then says you you never know where he could be he could be right behind you right now and Dawson then is behind her and he goes boo and Joey jumps as Pacey laughs and Dawson walks away as Joey says Dawson stop it you're gonna send me to brutal I swear Pacey then says oh you love it and you know it I love how Pacey says stuff like this like honestly it's just proof that Pacey kind of knows her. Because he says this several times throughout the episode. Dawson then says, Okay, send it tonight at my house. This is gonna, this one's gonna blow your mind. And Joey then looks up at him as Dawson, as Pacey asks, What about no more life imitating movies, Dawson? Dawson then says, Oh, let's, let's just say old happens die hard. And Pacey shakes his head as Dawson says, Old friends die hard. He says this like in a weird voice. And Joey then asks, So what So what do you got planned? Dawson then says, Oh, don't worry. I think your heart can handle it. Dawson then says, Hey, out of nowhere. And so Pacey turns his head as Dawson slips a fry, slips a fake finger in his fry. And Pacey's fry. So, is, any, is everyone in? And then Jen says that she made plans with Cliff. And we see the two say, are you bothered by this? No, I'm not bothered by this. Are you bothered by this? And meanwhile, Pacey's just eating his fry as Joey's just watching this. And all of them are really watching this. And then at the end, Joey goes, glad no one is bothered. And then we see Pacey put in, 
put the finger in his mouth, and he goes, ow! And then we see, and he's, as he's seeing what he's eating. And Dawson laughs as Joey says, thanks, Dawson. Thanks for giving me a break. Pacey then says, okay, that was slide. Jen then asks if she can get a scare, and as they were going over the conversation, I kind of like the bother situation. We see Pacey watching, and then Joe, and then Jen walks away as Pacey says, see you later. And then Pacey puts the fry on Joey's plate, who looks at Dawson, who is creepily staring at her the whole time, because he's like, ooh, is she going to eat the fry? Is she going to eat the fake finger? And then she gets scared of the fry and then ends up throwing the finger at Pacey as she says, Pacey, you were such a jerk. And I love how Pacey just ducks, as Joey says. So gross. And then we see one of my favorite scenes, to be honest, with Pacey and Dawson, which is the high five and the laughter. Little did I know, that's that's the triangle right there. Do-do-do-do-do. We then see scene three of Joey. We then see Joey walking into Dawson's porch while Dawson is hanging something up to scare her. And, and then as she's walking in, he throws throws it across the room and Joey says, Too late. I already saw it. And Dawson then says, Saw what? Joey then, Dawson then throws something else across the room and Joey walking up to him, says, one of your shady pranks you have in store for us tonight. And Dawson's eyes get wide as he says, I don't know what you're talking about. If you're referring to my childhood fancy upper fears, you'll be happy to know that I've matured in the last year. What a lie. What a lie, what a lie, what a lie. (laughs) And then, (laughs) says, right. So what's behind the couch? Then she tries to walk over behind the couch and Dawson then blocks her and she says, come on, let me see. And Dawson then says, it's nothing. And Joey, who is being pushed by Dawson, says, don't push me. Dawson then laughs as as she says, don't think for a second you can fool me with your innocent puppy eyes as, oh, I'm a Richie Cunningham act. I... I know it's a con, Dawson. I'm haunting you. Dawson then says, you have nothing to fear. And Joey gives him a look as we hear a horn. And who knows what that could be. Which leads me to scene three of Joey and Pacey. We then see scene three of Pacey and Joey. We then see Dawson say, here comes Pacey. Let's go. And Joey, completely confused, goes, where? And Dawson says, store, we have to cater this evening. And Joey does the noise sign as Pacey stands and hit his hands on the Jeep. And Joey then says, I don't like riding with him. He's a man that's on the road. And meanwhile, Pacey over here goes, now you are hallucinating. Pacey's got the Jeep. Can I hear you say, oh yeah. And then blinks tears from Pacey, from Dawson and Joey. And as Pacey goes, can I hear you say, oh yeah? And Joey then says, I'm so against this. And Pacey then says, seriously, I'm a good driver. You have nothing to worry about. Just get in the butts, guess. 
And then they all get in the car, and we hear Pacey go, <laughs> Pacey just scream. The reason why I love this scene so much is just how funny Pacey goes. Can I hang this way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Pacey, this is why I love you. We then see a scene for uh, Pacey, scene for uh, Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey driving awfully as he's swerving around the roads and we he as he's stopping both of Dawson and Pacey's head just like hits the back of the seat and Dawson looks terrified as Pacey is grinning and Pacey turns off the music as Dawson says congratulations you were the world's worst driver and Pacey says I'm not hearing that Dawson and then turns to Joey and says, Can you watch the car, Joe? And then Joey says, Why? And Dawson gets out and gets out as Joey explains, as Pacey explains, Well, I can't really turn it off. I mean, I can, but it's a hassle, you know, since I don't have the keys. And Joey then says, Oh yeah, I figured you steal. I forgot. You steal it. And Pacey then says, Hey, you borrow from family. And Pacey gets out as Joey nears her eyes at him and says, You never steal. We then hear Pacey get out and Joey is just up there as Dawson runs towards Pacey, which I thought was very really funny. But I like how Pacey always says, You never, you borrow, you never steal. This also came back on the last episode of Dawson's Creek. And it was sad but funny at the same time. How many times Pacey probably said, You you borrow, you don't steal, will forever crack me up so terribly. Like, Pacey, you're not wrong, but you're not right. I told my dad this once, I think, or somebody, and they just gave me a disapproval look. We then see scene two of Pacey. We then see Dawson in the gas station, Dawson and Pacey in the gas station, or a store. I thought it was a gas station but apparently I was wrong. And then the woman is there fighting with the older man whose name is Eddie, ironically, who is not Joey's boyfriend. So if I mention Eddie in this episode, it is not Joey's boyfriend in season six or ex-boyfriend. And Dawson watches as... Pa Dawson and Pacey watches as Pacey says, should we do something? And Dawson says, this Westman squad back up back off and I don't like how he said back off like I get it why and you probably shouldn't do it which it, I mean we know by the end of that episode why you shouldn't do it but at the same time I'm like if someone's in trouble say something like do not be scared of saying something and Pacey then looks concerned as we see them two fighting which I love how Pacey how Pacey looks so concerned about this whole thing like and this woman is just screaming and at the guy as he walks away like hey don't walk away and Pacey still watches the woman scream at the older man and the woman notices the two staring at her and she says hi boys and then walks over to the concerned teenagers as she says having a party Pacey then says uh oh, yeah, we are. The woman then says, Is it a milk and cookies kind of party? And Pacey then smiles as he says, It doesn't have to be. And Dawson gives him like this look. 
and rolls his eyes, which I don't know why always annoyed me, but it has. And the older woman then says, oh, don't tell me you're not 21. And then Pacey says, almost, just another, just another couple weeks, which I don't know why this reminded me of the time that Joey took Pacey to hit to his parents' house for his birthday. And then she's like, close, Pacey, close. And then that's what it reminds me of. And the older woman then said, laughs as she says, you want me to store, store you a bottle of wine? And then Pacey looks uncomfortable at at the older cashier as he says, that, that would be great. And then the older woman puts the wine bottle in her purse and Dawson looks uncomfortable as Pacey says, you're not going to pay for that first? And the woman, older woman says, and take all the fun out of it? Then she walks over a little bit to him and pats him on the cheeks and says, I'll see you outside. And Pacey is just got there smiling. Which, I thought this was kind of funny to me. I thought the whole time that I was kind of watching this back, I was like, is this like what is like high or something? Because there is something seriously wrong with her. But now I just realized it was mental abuse. But still, like, okay then. Then we see scene four of Joey. Meanwhile, there is Joey sitting there and the like messing with Pacey's radio. And as she backs away, there is a guy. And Joey jumps as the guy tells her to roll down the window and and he says, Hi there. And Joey says, Hi. And he says, What's your name? And Joey then gives him his name, which I wouldn't have ever done that. And he says, Hi Joey, I'm David. I'm a little lost. I was on my way to the Provincans and I think I took the wrong turn somewhere. And Joey then says, Provigans, you are a little more than a than a lost. And David then says, maybe you could put me in the right direction. Joey then says, sure, um, let you just take Elm Street, which is this street right here. And then you go take it for a few miles. And then you head to the highway. And, but then she noticed the guy is creakily staring at her. And Joey looks uncomfortable as he says, sorry, was I staring? It's just you have the most intense eyes. Has anyone ever told you that? They're pier very piercing. And Joey looks down as she says, thanks. Which, creepy, 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 creepy. David then says, I'm so tired. I've been on the road all day. Is there a hotel around here? And Joey then says, um, yeah, not exactly. Yeah, exactly, not too far. And da David then says, as Dawson is now walking over, I don't know this area at all. How about you? Do you live nearby? That's when Dawson, be like, he wouldn't stand up for Pacey, who was, you know, going after a 36-year-old woman. But he did stand up for Joey in this, which I was very proud. Dawson then says, What's going on? David then turns around and he said, and Dawson says, you need something? And David says, no sport, I don't. David 
David then turns to Joey and says, Thanks for your help, Joey. Joey then says good luck as he's walking away. Dawson then gets in the back seat and he says, Didn't your mother ever tell you not to talk to strangers? That could have bought that guy could have been the lady killer. Which Okay, mention her mom in this. Like a little bit insensitive over here, Dawson. Joey then says he was lost, he needed directions. Dawson then puts his head back a little as he says, Please, Joey, that is the oldest trick in the book. Next thing you know, you're in the woods with tape around your mouth and rope around your neck. Okay, so this is kind of ironic because during this, not a few years after, there's this lady woman called Elizabeth Smart. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this case, but this girl, when she was probably 13, got kidnapped um, by this guy named Brian Mitchell. And Brian Mitchell was, you know, he worked for the family for a while, and he was up on the roof, he knew the whole layout, he knew everything about, and then he kidnapped Elizabeth Smart from her bedroom with her little sister next to her, which I thought was absolutely insane and he literally tied her to a tent and um raped her several times a lot of things happened there and whenever i even think about this story or or even like watch a movie based off of it it literally, I like, I almost have tears in my eyes just thinking about it. It is one of the saddest stories I've ever heard. But then there are two other cases like this. There are one, if you've not heard of this, the Cleveland Girls. There was three other girls. And there was a girl named Michelle Knight, Gina, I can never pronounce her last name, and Amanda Berry. Amanda Berry actually had a daughter with the kidnapper, and all of them got a ride from him because he said that he knew them, and la-di-da-di-da. Do not believe a single word that someone says, because you could be kidnapped for about 19 years, or 13, I think. The 19 years one was, Elizabeth Smart was only kidnapped for about six months nine months oh it's nine months because i remember thinking oh that's a whole pregnancy don't know why my brain goes there but that's where my brain goes and then and then um jc duggar was actually kidnapped as she was walking to the bus stop and she got tased by someone and the last thing that she touched was a pie cone and her she had a little butterfly ring this girl was only about I want to say nine years old or something around there. She was kidnapped for 19 years. 19 years. Which blows my mind. To think about being that long. Like that. Like to even think about not being around my family for that long. Scares me half to death. Like I am scared of being kidnapped. When I was in 6th grade. There's me here. I was about. 11 I used to sneak out <laughs> and go to Kroger and around this time I think it was 2016 you know clowns were getting popular and I was riding my bike and I was like 
please don't let the cons get me. Please don't get the cons get me. Please don't let the cons get me. Terrified that these cons were gonna get me. I was in sixth grade. I was terrified. And then the next year, I read all these stories, and I was absolutely terrified to leave my house for a while. And I don't know, like, hearing those type of things, like, it's so scary to me that, like, literally, Dawson was not wrong when he said, next thing you know, you're in the woods with tape it around your mouth and a rope around your neck. Like, maybe around your ankle, Dawson, not around your neck. Because, you know, what guys like to do is they like to basically kidnap you to rape you. I mean, not gonna lie, and I'm sorry this is a sensitive subject to someone. And I know there's a lot of girls that do get murdered when they have stuff like this, but um, Joey then goes, you're you're so paranoid, and Dawson then says, like, serial killers are typical, white girls in their 20s, hello, it's the 90s, you gotta be careful, but I don't really think that it's the 20, like, they're in their 20s, like white males, because all the guys that I've seen, like, all those girls that I've listed, actually, they are males in their 40s, and some of them already have wives and kids, and it's super creepy. Like, Brian Mitchell had a wife, and they, Brian Mitchell believed that he was a um, Emmanuel, I don't know how any of these girls actually, like, made through life, because that would be so much PTSD there. And then, the three Cleveland girls, he was in his, probably, 40s. He actually ended up hanging himself in jail. And then, the J.C. Duggar, he had a wife, and they wanted, like, Her name was, I think her name was Nancy. Pretty sure her name was Nancy. Yeah, it was Bonda Barcy with Elizabeth Smarts. And then Amanda, Amanda Berry and their cases, like they didn't really have a wife, but they had that daughter that was from Amanda Berry and their kidnapper. And then there was um, Nancy, who was the J.C. Tucker. And all of them were like 40s, so Dawson... You are wrong. Again. And then Joey, back to the show. Joey's face then scratches up as she says whatever. And Dawson just looks at her annoyed. We then see scene three of Pacey. We then see the woman walk up to Pacey. And with the wine bottle. As Pacey's like holding his bag. Which reminded me of scene three at the end. Where Pacey had that grocery bag. Don't know why that did. And... The woman goes, here you go, Speedy. And Pacey then says, excellent. Then, looking at the wine bottle, says, says excellent. Carbon breed. And, and then the woman gives him a funny look. And he says, my favorite. You know, my buddy is having a, a scenery over at his house. And I was wondering if you'd like to come along. And then we hear... The guy, a.k.a. Eddie, who was screaming at her earlier and says, Ursula. And then Ursula says, Left, I love to. And can we talk about the name Ursula? Like, it reminded me of The Little Mermaid the whole time. And then the guy tells her to get in the car. And Ursula asks, 
where are you both? And Pacey, scared to death, says, over there. And then the two start running away from the guy who is racing after them. And we see Ursula getting in the car with Pacey in the front seat. And then they're like, what the car? What the car? And then we hear Pace, Joey in the background say, Pacey, go! And then they drive off. Can I just say really, really badly that I love the fact that Joey said go. And I love the name Ursula in this whole thing. I don't know. Like, it was very funny to me that Ursula was the name from the... That just, I just really gave that connection. I'm like, this is the little kid in me. This is literally the little kid in me. We then see scene four of Pacey and Joey. We then see Ursula walking around and she says, It's a nice house. We then see Dawson, Joey, Jen, Pacey, and Cliff go like around the corner looking at her very strangely. Like, what is this woman going to do? Like, why did Pacey bring her over here? Ursula then picks up a jar and thinking it was caramel corn? Okay, like, I thought... At first, I was like, oh, candy corn, but then I'm like, oh, caramel corn? And I don't know why that just made me laugh the first time, or, like, the second time I heard this, because I was re-watching it. And then it pops open, and all the teenage teenager's eyes widen as she screams and then laughs. And I don't know why their eyes are so funny to me in this scene. And Ursula then asks, who did that? And Joey says, Dawson, too easy. Ursula then says, it's alright, I love to be scared. My boyfriend Addie scares the goop out of me. And Pacey then says, I can imagine. And Ursula then walks out while, while saying, I need a drink. And Dawson then says, everyone can help yourself. And then all of them go their separate ways in this scene. We see it scene four, Pacey. We then see it see Ursula open the refrigerator as Pacey is watching her as he says okay and she says okay nothing here got a court screw and as she shows him the bottle of wine and she says it's not cold so we have to add some ice and then she opens the freezer and sees a fake bloody head and screams and Pacey just kind of moves his head over and sees what she's screaming at as the woman is just coughing. And she says, it's a fun house in here. This scene was so short, but yet so funny. I, the, the only thing I really love about that part was the fact that, like, all of us, like, none of them were really scared. But the woman was very, very scared the whole entire time. But I love how Pacey was just, like, very, like, entertained by her screaming. Then we see scene 5 of Joey. We then see Joey bring a bowl over to Dawson. And Dawson says, thanks. And then he says, Joey, could you get a senior book in, the, in its closet? And then Joey hands the bowl to Jen, who hands the bowl to Cliff. And then Jen goes after Joey and says, Joey, is it just me or... This is too weird for words. I mean... I mean, I'm on a date, and I end up here. I mean, whose idea was this? And I love Joey's answer to this. Because it was just Cliff's. <laughs> like, 
Joey. I love how you say just clips. Janet then goes, no, 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 I'm, he is too in, intense. This is definitely the work of Dawson. And Joey then says, you think? As she opens the closet door and then a skeleton or whatever falls on her, falls on them and the two scream half to death. Which I would be scared of that too. Like, I love how Joey's like, it's too predictable, it's too predictable. And then meanwhile, she just screams her head off the whole entire time. Pacey, Pacey or Dawson is trying to scare her. We then see it scene 5 of Pacey and Joey. We then see all of them in a circle as Ursula says, Spirits, are you with us? And I love Pacey, who goes, Ooh, ah, spirits come to us. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Don't know why that was so funny to me. Cliff then asks if she was a spirit goddess to Ursula, and she says she channels in time to time. And this very, very long answer. I'm like, what? And then Pacey then says, you know what we should do? is we should channel the victim of the lady killer. And I love how Joey just rolls her eyes at this idea. Also, this is like the third time that Pacey has talked about the lady killer. Like, he is fascinated by the lady killer the more than Dawson really is. And I love how they try to make Dawson more of the, like, oh, I'm gonna scare you. But Pacey, meanwhile, is just like, lady killer, lady killer, lady killer. <laughs> you can tell that. I don't know if it's because his dad's a police or what's happening there. And then Pacey continues by saying, maybe they ID the guy. Cliffs then says, we get the reward money. And then Pacey said, that would be sweet. And Dawson can Dawson makes this whole thing about how the lady killer liked to call people and stalk a victim. And if you have not watched this episode, Cliff actually does this to Jen, which is very uncomfortable. And Cliff goes, didn't you, like, didn't you get a call, Jen? And Jen thought it was Dawson, so she goes, yeah, it was Dawson. And then Joey then says, Joey then says, as Dawson is swearing that he never called Jen, and Joey says, you know... What? Why don't you finish that story? And Dawson then says, But you don't like scary stories. And Joey then says, I have a contrite personality. And then she says, Just continue. And Dawson continues on how he cut out the power. The lady killer cut out the power and walked in the front door and stares into her bedroom, the girl's bedroom, who he's trying to get, while she is sleeping. See, this is like the Elizabeth Smart story, I'm not gonna lie. But then, wait, it doesn't really get that bad. Elizabeth Smart actually lived in this, but... And then Dawson says, and cuts her heart off in one queen's sleep. In one queen's sleep. And I love how everyone else is completely grossed out by this. Meanwhile, there is just Pacey who is just completely smiling by all this. Like, fascinated. See, this is what I mean about the lady killer. Like, he was fascinated by everything thing that... Dawson was trying to say, but Dawson's alive with me. I'm more interested in, like, the murder. I love listening to murder episodes on podcasts. I listen to Crime Junkies on Spotify whenever I was doing, like, The Lawn or something. And then when I listen to it, like, next, well, by the time you guys listen, it will be 
that day, but I think I'm going to listen to it when I'm on the motorcycle going to a place with my dad and my family. Because me and my dad, we drive nine hours on the motorcycle to Florida. So this is going to be fun. And I'm like, oh, I could. I remember last year I listened to Crime Junkies and I was like, ooh, this is fun. And Dawson's a lot like me in that. And then Dawson then says he is that he thinks he's a doctor because he's wearing goggles, which I don't know why I first my my first thought in this was Doctor Death from Joshua Jackson, because Joshua Jackson in June, which is this month, he is actually going to be playing a new show, which is called Doctor Death. And Pacey says, "You think stuff like that doesn't happen, but they all it's always true." And then Cliff goes, I have a story. And he talks about a snake eating a baby. Which, I'm sure that's very scary. And he is explaining how the baby left... How he, a woman left the baby in the car. And then the snake comes and he find, the woman finds the snake... The tail and the baby. And Pacey and Jen look grossed out by this. And Cliff says the woman rips off, rips out the baby, baby from the snake, and all the insides come out. And I love how Pacey laughs a little, but yeah, he looks so grossed out by this. Jen then says, "That's not scary. That's disgusting." And Joey goes, "That's nasty." And Jen goes, "Poor baby." And poor Cliff just looks completely disappointed because he made no one in that. Well, he made Pacey laugh a little, so props to you, dude. And then Ursula goes along with her story by saying, I have a story, too. There is this young kid, this boy, who has, who has, who goes to this convenience store and picks this woman. She's wild, you know, a little crazy, but pretty, and takes her to his friend's house, where they are having these fun and games. And what none of them know is that this woman is a little ill, you know, like in the heads. The results of ab years of abuse. And Joey just looks like the woman very uncomfortable as she continues. And she says, And in that purse, we see Pacey look very concerned, like, what the heck have I done? She carries this big knife. Because sometimes, just for fun, she likes to slice up throats and see how far blood will spatter. And she looks at Pacey, who Pacey, just this, just this priceless reaction to this, goes, <laughs> And then he looks, and then all of them look at her, and then the power goes completely out, and we hear screams from Joey, Jen, and... Ursula, mostly Ursula. We then see scene six of Pacey and Joey. We then hear screaming and all of them go quiet and Ursula says, What the hell? This freaks me out. And Joey then says to Dawson, Turn on, turn on the lights back and Dawson says, It wasn't me. I didn't do it. Jen didn't believe him, but first of all, how would Dawson even do that if he's sitting down with you? And she she get, and she gets up to grab the phone, and she says the phone is dead. So Jen blames Dawson again, and Pacey says, "Great, no phone, 
no electricity made up as lady killer <laughs> the lady killer and then at first when I like heard this or and read this from the script I thought it says maybe it's Dawson you doofus but instead it said maybe it's doofus Dawson and Pacey then says jokes over here because a little spook because jokes over because I'm a little spook and Joey then asks are the doors locked? And Dawson and Cliff says, yeah, we should check the front doors. And Dawson then says, Joey and Pacey check the front doors. Jen, you and Cliff get some flashlights from upstairs and I'll check the closet. And that leads us to scene seven of Pacey and Joey. We then see scene seven of Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey and Joey walking to the front door and Pacey says he's got you you're so scared I love how Pacey just knows that she's scared and Joey then goes no I'm not and Pacey says please you're tripping out this is just Dawson up to his old tired tricks there's no there is no psychopath in this house and again this is what I'm talking about from the very beginning what I've said in this episode that there is no recognition of episode 10 because I mean there's a little and I'm going to talk about that in a minute but like Joey then says yes there is and you brought her here Pacey don't you remember what happened with Tamara this can end up even worse and your bizarre mother confluence is going to get us all killed damn Joey and Pacey then says uh I don't think so I think she's kind of sexy she's into me don't you think huh I love that comeback, Pacey. So proud of you. I'm sure your mother and father would be proud too, and Doug too, if he believed you. Joey then says, She is a nutcase. I mean, the story about the knife in her purse? Face it, Pacey. You have the worst taste in women. Oh, but you're part of it, Joey. He, he's into you. But you don't know that. Pacey then says, as he puts his hand on his heart, and he goes, oh, coming from you, that really hurts. And Joey then says, what's that supposed to mean? And Pacey says, what about your taste, Joey? You're going to go to the grave pinning away from your best friend like a guy who is so oblivious. I love how mad he gets when he says oblivious. He doesn't have a clue you lust after him morning, noon, and night. Can I just take a minute? And talk about how jealous Pacey sounded doing this. Like anyone else noticed this? I remember talking about this one time on my Instagram. Which is putting Potter if you can if you have not followed me. And I'm like, damn Pacey, pop off, I see you, but like, whoa. <laughs> like, alright. I love how like Joey just did not recognize the fact that he was jealous the whole entire time. Like, alright. And Joey says, I don't bless after him. And Pacey then says, right. Denial, denial. Then we hear the door squeak and Pacey says, should we check it out? And Joey says, go for it. Yeah, go for it. I love how he said, she doesn't say like, yeah, we can go for it. Like, or yeah, we could go, or something like that. She says, yeah, go for it. Like, as in, ow. 
As in, like, you go for it, Pacey, not me. And then Pacey and Joey nervously walk over to where the door is, and Joey then says, You're not scared, are you? And Pacey, very high-pitched tone, says, No. And then the lamp comes, or like a chandelier or something, comes at them. And I love this part because Pacey puts his arm out in front of Joey. And like, I think like that was mostly like to like be scared, like you're backing away. But honestly, every single time I watch it, and even from the very beginning, like I wasn't a complete Pacey and Joey fan yet. However, I did notice the fact that he was putting his arm out to protect her a little bit. We then see scene 8 of Pacey and Joey. And then we see Dawson come in and Pacey says, Where have you been? And Dawson says, I've been trying to get the lights on. Where's Joey? Jen then says, She went out that way to look for you. And Dawson then grabs the flashlight as he asks, You let her go out there by yourself? And then he walks, he calls, Joey! which probably Dawson not your best smartest move over there but alright and then we see Joey fall like Dawson open up the closet and Joey falling out of it and he goes oh my god Joey Joey talk to me <laughs> why is that your first reaction that's so cheesy and then Dawson just screams like oh we then see scene 9 of Pacey and Joey. We then see Jen in a mask as everyone was laughing and Dawson says, funny. Really, very, very. And Joey then says, get you Dawson. And Pacey helps her up, which can I just say, the gentleman that Pacey Witter is, he helps Joey Potter up. And then Dawson says, that was very lame. And Joey says, come on, you can't dish it out, but you can't take it. And Dawson then says, the level you scared me here is different. I gave you rubber snakes, not Joey dead is, Joey dead is different. And Joey then says, boo hoo, it was Jedi's idea, and quite frankly, a good one. And Dawson, of course, being very offended by this, goes, it was Jen's, Jen's idea, and then Jen was like, he was taking notes, and he was taking phone calls, and there was a rubber snake, and, and like, it was, yeah, it was a little more than a rubber snake, but it was very real, because that's what the phone calls were, and Dawson's like, I didn't do anything, and I just find that very funny, because I'm like, that's how you're gonna react, Dawson. Like, I love how Dawson just takes everything personally. Just me. We then see scene five of Pacey. We then see Pacey and Ursula outside in the front yard. And Pacey asks, so are you scared? And Ursula says, I'm peeing my pants. So dead, like a deadpan voice. And Pacey then says, you know, I may be young, but I've been with older women before. And I just love the moment he said that, he like went, did you hear that? <laughs> There's someone in the bushes. Like, be the man, Pacey, be the man. And then 
Ursula's boyfriend comes out, Eddie, saying, you bitch, and then slams the door, like, slams the door to get in, and Ursula says, stay away from me, Pacey, get him, like, Pacey, you're the man, you get him, and Pacey's like, oh no, like, I can't get him, and then she grabs Pacey and throws him towards Ed at Eddie, who then says, I'm gonna kill you, and Quips comes out like, anyone seen and then like they all rush inside i love how like cliff just comes out like anyone seen this <laughs> like um no cliff haven't haven't seen that <laughs> and then we see scene 10 of pacey and joey which this is actually the last scene that we see of pacey and joey but i just wanted to point out this because the episode is really short itself, but the episode itself was kind of funny. Like, it wasn't very an important part of Dawson's Creek, but I like, I like holidays episodes. Like, I find them very cute. Like, season five, um, with the whole holiday episode there, like, I really love that episode so much. We then see scene 10 of Pacey and Joey, and Eddie is outside who is banging and screaming at the door. Like, I will kill both of you. And Ursula is in front of Pacey, who is pinned to the door as Ursula screams, Promise, promise, Pacey will tear you, and he is my new man. He will protect me. And Pacey over here is just begging her just to shut up. Like, he's like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and Dawson, meanwhile, is like, what's going on? And Ursula's like, Ursula explains how her boyfriend is pissed off and she says how he is going to call, how she's going to call the police to Eddie. Like, I'm going to call the police, Eddie. And Pacey's just begging her again, just as big quiet as Eddie screams, no, you won't. Meanwhile, as Ursula repeats, like, I'm going to call the police, Pacey is like, just let him go, let him go, let him go. And Dawson is like, you can't call the police. Because I disconnected the line. First of all, Dawson, for someone that thinks they know all about what it's like to be kidnapped and, or taken or all this stuff, of stuff um, do you realize when a guy is banging on the door, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you? Like, shouldn't you not? mention that you disconnected the phone but then it gets a little bit funnier as Eddie breaks the window and Ursula is like trying to get out of there like she's like I'm out of here and she just leaves these teenagers like completely alone and everyone is like um are the windows locked and are these locked and Eddie then like as they're walking around, Eddie is spotted. Like, he didn't get in, but he did break something. And then, Jen and Joey are about to close this window, and Eddie just appears, and they start screaming. Dawson then asked if he was climbing the walls, and Ursula's response to this was actually funny to me. Because she goes, Eddie is strong, but he is no Spider-Man. <laughs> like, alright. And Joey says, he's going to climb through your window. And jo and Dawson then 
says to Pacey, which this is very smart, by the way, to call Doug to get help. Like, go to Jen's and call help. Call to get help. But isn't Eddie outside? Like, shouldn't you not be going outside if they think that? Alright. And then we see Pacey unlock the door and is met with Eddie attacking him and saying, Trying to take my woman? And Pacey, <laughs> I love Pacey because as he's like choking, he goes, No, sir. And, and Eddie goes, Say goodbye. And then, can I just mention that blonde ladies are really just not Pacey's type because every single time, like, there's a blonde lady involved or I guess Andy was brown at first, but then we met her as a blonde. So, really, she's a blonde in a lot of different ways. Can I just say, like, that's not his type? Because <laughs> every single blonde lady that Pacey has gone towards, except that one that in the sex and violent episode where he sees that girl that he, that he hooked, that woman that he hooked up with, from that girl that from that woman that was interviewing Pacey. Like, she was a brown. But, like, all the blondes that I could think of, there was probably like five. None of them worked out. Even Emma. Like, Emma was just his roommate, so that didn't even count. But, ironic there. Ironic. And then, he, Eddie was like, say goodbye! And I love how Joey was like, <laughs> no, like, you say goodbye, mister, and hits Eddie with the frying pan over and over and over again. <laughs> this is why we love... This is why we love Pacey and Joey completely. And then she hits him till Ursula comes in and asks... And, like, says, stop! And then she's like, are you okay, Eddie? And he says, yes. And then they say, I love you. And she says, these kids are weird. Let's get out of here. And then as Ursula is walking out, she goes... Oh, by the way, like, I can offer you bowling shoes. Like, that's, that's, that's weird. Shouldn't someone be calling the police from Graham's house at the end? Which, they don't, because this leads me to scene six of Joey. Dawson holding up a fake scary doll. And he says, I scared you pretty bad with this baby. And, sorry, I felt like he was calling her baby. And Joey then says, yeah, but not as, not as scared as I scared you. And Dawson then says, I wasn't scared. And Joey then says, I saw the look on your face when I came tumbling out of the closet. She just like this little eye. <laughs> and she says, I don't know. I I thought you maybe be, be scared for it. I thought for a second. Maybe you'd be scared if I died. And Dawson then says, Joey, that's ridiculous, as he's walking over to her and then sits down on, well, walks over to the window and sits down. And Joey says, you wouldn't be sad if I died? Thanks. And oh, Dawson then sits down and says, are you kidding me? God, I would be unconceivable. And Joey then looks at him shocked a little as he continues. Joey, if you died, God, I don't know what I would do. It's the worst possible thing I can imagine. 
Meanwhile, me over here writes a fanfiction of Joey basically dying, because I wrote this cancer fanfiction. It's actually pretty good. Um, I'm a little bit ashamed of it, though that's why I never put it out there. But I love it so much because I wrote, like, an ovulate, like, an ovulate cancer? Ovulation cancer? I don't know how to say the word. That's so bad. Um, but I wrote a fanfiction of Joey dying. And then there was a fanfiction of Dawson dying, actually. It's called Burn to a like Ashes to Burn. And it's based off of the last episode of season two. Which I thought this was so, so, so good. Because they didn't make it where, like, oh, Dawson's dying. Like, it's terrible from now on. But, like, they really made it where, like, Joey had emotions when it came to Dawson. And, like, with my story, like, I try to make it where, like, I don't... I try not to be too biased of Dawson. But you guys know how I feel about Dawson. It's a love-hate relationship. Mostly hate. But, like, sometimes it's very hard to love Dawson. Especially last episode where he was like, you gonna kiss her or what? <laughs> Which made me think of, um, are you gonna kiss me or not? And then Joey, then, then Dawson asks, what about me? And Joey looks at him and he says, would you shed any tears if I die? Which Dawson, if you know how I was how her mom is going to react. It's probably going to be praised when you die. And Joey then gives him a, sm a smile and nods her head. And Dawson asks, so you're sleeping over? How is that even a question? Like, don't they sleep over every single night? And Joey then asks, do you mind? This may have, this may have really spooked me out. And Joey, Dawson then says, this was fun, wasn't it? And Joey says, yeah, but the Friday the 13th is over, so no more rushing with the death, okay? Can we just go to sleep and pretend the world is a safe and happy place to live? And I love how Dawson goes, Okay, Joey. But as Joey's about to lift the blanket, there is like fake spiders, and she says, Cute. We then see the news. Then we see them turn on the news, and they realize that David, the guy that Joey was talking to earlier is actually the lady killer so Dawson was right he for once Dawson was right there was definitely something going on with that lady killer and I love how that at the end of this whole like they found him with, like bodies and lady lady da I love how at the end we hear now on to you Bob and all I can think of when I heard this was Bob with the soft bee as, as Dawson and Joey are looking completely shocked that they were actually right about the lady killer. And that is the end of this episode. Again, I really liked this episode. There was a lot of things that like, oh, there was no connection. But I think they probably should have made this episode 10 and then put 11 and then put 12 and 13. But that's just me. Um... But I really do like this episode. It's probably one of my favorites, not gonna lie. And there was a lot of, like, I just like serial killers and murder mysteries, so it was a lot of fun to me. And next, this episode is actually gonna be pre-recorded because I'm gonna get to the beauty contest next. So that's next episode. And I'm really, really excited about this next episode. 
I have a lot planned for the next two months, and it's officially June, so I can finally say, like, next month, July, we're gonna be in season two, and that's crazy to me, and I'm really, really excited about this, and I think one thing that I really, that just stood out to me as Pacey and Joey, as a couple, Pacey and Joey, when Pacey got, like, with the finger thing, like, I found that was probably my favorite moment. And then when Pacey was a little bit jealous. And then her hitting him with the, her hitting Eddie with the frying pan reminded me of Tangled. Don't know why. But I almost said him. Like, her hitting him with the frying pan was in Pacey. That would have been really bad. But that is the end of this episode. Make sure to give it a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Make sure to give it a comment down below if you're on YouTube. And subscribe. We're almost at 75 subscribers and I really love it when you guys comment. It makes my whole day. It makes me feel like I'm doing something right over here. And if you haven't already, give it a review on Apple Podcasts. Listen to it on Spotify. Let me know that you're listening to it on Instagram. You can follow my Instagram at Witter Potter or Pacey Witter Episodes. If you have not followed that, there are just little cute episodes. There are there's this newsletter if you want to subscribe to it down below. I'm going to try my best to get on to that. And that is everything I have for this week. I hope that you enjoy. I hope that you had a great week. And 